0: I mean, we could just get into it and record. Uh, w- before we do, though, I read a few. Um, I'd like to talk about them a little bit because I had a, I had a pitch for uh, some fan fiction that was inspired by one of them. But I don't want to talk in too great of detail about the, the few that I read before I settled on my last one because it was like weirdly misogynistic, which, Ooh. you know, is not
1: the chillest. No, that might be. We might need an entire episode just to dissect that.
0: Yeah, totally. Because I think that we're gonna continue to stumble across because you you get a when you read someone's writing, you kind of get a look at their internal beliefs because it just sort right. of pours out into the characters. And do you ever? Yeah, and sometimes that's weirdly dark because it's it was funny and charming, but
1: in some places and in other places there would just be something like what. I mean, I think that when we're talking about fan fiction, like, I think that when you're committed to, like, an internet sort of community like that, you're heavily involved with it. I think that very often that you, you probably also have, like, a kind of isolated social lifestyle, which can often breed, uh, terrible sentiments toward yeah. people who are not like you.
0: Yeah. It's, um, Yeah, it's very different because you think about mainstream anything, mainstream writing, music, whatever. There's sort of an agreed upon set of social rules that non-mainstream writing like fanfic doesn't adhere to. Like sexism, racism, abuse things should not be painted in a positive light, (laughs) basically, in the mainstream you can include those elements but it should be implicit in your writing that those are bad things whereas to quote
1: we'll to quote ahead. something i uh, i heard recently um we've all agreed that it's uh not that chill
0: yeah <laughs> it it is not always as chill as you'd hope um but you know i think that there is that's a that's a super like you said before it's like a super interesting Facet to plumb at some point. Maybe we should just get into it and look for, look for the dark stuff. Because think about it, like four chan people and like alt right people. Maybe they write fan fiction too, and it probably looks really different than the fan fiction we would expect to find from you know fifteen year old versions of ourselves who are just super into Firefly. You know,
1: I'm gonna go ahead and say 100. percent They do write fan fiction uh and also i think i think we should get into that but uh i i don't know if we're deep enough in the rabbit hole yet to start trying to break that down you know like i don't know if i don't know if we've seen enough of it yet
0: yeah i think you're right i don't i i'm new in my exposure so i don't have anything really insightful to say about it other than like shit
1: that's bleak yeah well, I think the like the undercurrent, the like the motivation underlying a lot of this stuff is clearly depression. Yeah. You really do find like that really
0: comes through. Like this is a this is a healthy outlet for a
1: sad heart. And welcome to <laughs>
0: Hello and welcome to Fan Slash Fiction with Andrew Slash Zach. I'm Andrew Gum. I'm Zach Dunsing. And this week we have a flashback to 2006. We discuss the tragic death of Heath Ledger.
1: And we introduce Caramel San Francisco. Also this week we have some explicit content, so if you have young ones with you, maybe skip this episode. And this is uh, another episode. Yep. Brought to you, as always, completely commercial-free, because we have no sponsors. Or money, or fan base. so... We're listeners.
0: <laughs> uh, so if you're hearing this, A, how, and B, have you been listening this whole
1: time? Can you hear us now, because we haven't even put this out into the world yet. Yeah,
0: we're currently still recording this. If you're listening, where are you hiding?
1: Are you also recording this? <laughs>
0: um. Yeah. So it's been it's been about two weeks since we recorded an episode, and we are we are dipping our toes ever deeper into the into the pond of fan fiction, and we are uh, and we're finding some interesting stuff.
1: Indeed, we are, and Andrew, I know you would. You' spoken a little bit how you wanted to preface the ones you'd read, I'd actually prefer if you went uh first today because I've got um I got kind of a doozy oh,
0: okay, well that's exciting um yeah, so i read I read a few this week. I'm gonna talk more extensively about one, but I'll at least give you the premise of of one that I read. It is uh a crossover between the Marvel universe. And Harry Potter universe where Loki turns uh turns Tony Stark into a woman and Tony Stark proceeds to have sex with Harry Potter.
1: Um, I believe what you meant to say was Tanya Stark.
0: Oh yes. Antonia, actually, is what they went with. Oh. Antonia, which is uh, you know, I like yours as well. <laughs> I think uh we're getting some wheels turning. Mine, mine
1: was easier. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um. Yeah, so the reason I just wanted to bring that one up, um, even though we're not going to talk about it in great detail, is it gave me an idea for a crossover that we had spoken about previously, Zach, about Stranger in a Strange Land. Uh uh-huh. So I think the logical crossover between the Marvel Universe and the Harry Potter Universe is with Doctor Strange because he's already
1: uh, a wizard. I mean, he's the nexus point between all universes.
0: Right. Which means, theoretically, he should have access to the Harry Potter universe as well. And I like the idea of a young uh, Doctor Strange, like turning into a child or something, going to uh, Hogwarts to expand his magical knowledge. And the name of that story would be A Stranger in a Strange Wand.
1: (laughs) Uh okay so that's <laughs> great and you should write it. Also, are we just going to gloss over the fact that you said Tony Stark was turned into a woman and had sex with Harry Potter?
0: Yeah, I was hoping to gloss over that because Okay, can I ask you
1: one question? <laughs> yeah. What year was Harry Potter? He was an
0: adult, so he was or sort of an adult. It's kind of it kind of got a little funky. He was 18 drinking in a bar or at a club with a fake ID. And then, yeah, with Ginny, and she was really drunk, and it, yeah, it, uh,
1: but that would that would have put her at seventeen, right? Yeah, she's a a year younger. Yeah,
0: so there's a there's a few reasons
1: (laughs) why I. It's a little sketch. Yeah,
0: I like the I like the premise and the setup. Um, but there was just some there were some troubling aspects that um maybe don't bear closer examination in this setting, though in the future, maybe we could dive in to some of the, some of the,
1: I don't know. I I feel like at some point we're going to have to decompress with some of the stuff. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Because like anything in the internet, when you just sort of go randomly around and are just trying to find something without a lot of information, you will sometimes step into some, you know, pretty bleak material. So murky waters, yeah, if you will. There are dark corners in this internet. Who knew? Um but the but the main one that I'm going to speak about, I is was written in two thousand and six by an author named Marius Loannis P uh, and it is called The Colbert Rapport in the Firefly Verse. And I know. <laughs> I know. And it is it. exactly what it sounds like. And it uh is a perfect capturing of two thousand and six, there are jokes and references about Jack abramoff and it's you know it's really it's really good i I like both the Colbert Report and the show firefly so this was this was a real delight for me to read basically it reads halfway between a story like a like a short story and a screenplay because it kind of talks in stage directions the way that he's going but it just talks through an entire episode of the Colbert report as if he was talking about the alliance and uh interesting and the yeah and the brown coats not it's
1: not a it's not a scripted version of firefly it's a scripted version of the Colbert Report. Yes,
0: exactly. Curious, and it it's just his show. It's an episode of his show with all the things he does, like the word he brings down the board and he does the word, and the word is Miranda, the planet uh-huh. in Firefly where the Reavers come from, uh, and yeah, it's a uh, it's good. Does it have any like good Colbertisms in it? Oh yeah, so it it really like I mean I'll I'll just read you. Uh, the first line. And if anybody watched old school Colbert Report, uh, Stephen Colbert sits at his desk in the Colbert Report studio. The caption reads, "Miranda, truthiness or false?" Which is funny. Like it's just yeah. Like that's an old Colbertism. And it was. It took me back because I was you know I had just graduated from high school in two thousand six, and the Colbert Report was like really you know the coolest thing yeah, around like at the time. Prime time. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of really excellent uh like they do a perfect description of the the intro to the Colbert Report. So it's got the eagle that flies in, but when he's waving the flag, it's the the color of the alliance flag from Firefly. So it's like red, white, blue, and yellow starred with the golden eagle in the sea. So it's just little details oh, that really seamlessly blend the two worlds together, which is like everything I would hope for in a crossover fanfiction like a, a really loving understanding of both universes that play off each other well. And this one I really do think did a a good job with it.
1: Oh yeah, if you're if you're not coming as detailed as possible, then you you better step back.
0: Right. Yeah, and that's just that's how that's how I feel about the crossover stuff is it's like this is something I really love. This is another thing I really love. I want to see what happens when I put those two things together, as opposed to one thing I really love and know a lot about, and another thing I'm just kind of pigeonholing in there, which is some of the stuff I've read, and I just, you know, I'm more interested in the the loving material.
1: Right. I, I mean, I love that they included a distri- a description of the intro to the show. Yeah,
0: like a very detailed <laughs> description of the intro yeah, to the perfect. show. Yeah, it's great. Um. So another thing that was really fun in there, uh, if you know, like the word. So the convention in mm-hmm. the Colbert Report, the show is uh, Colbert is speaking, and then the board is sort of uh, responding back with the word. So he'll say something, and then the board pops up just like a written
1: joke next to it. Yeah, like the punchline comes
0: up. Yeah. opposite him, Ex- basically. Exactly. And so I'll read you just a little bit of that stuff, just to give you a little bit Great. more of a taste. Uh, So he's talking about the planet Miranda, where the Reavers come from. The Reavers are kind of like the monsters in the Firefly world. They're these space pirates that run around and they just kill and eat everybody. And it's one of the central plot lines of the show, Firefly. So Colbert says... The wave goes on to explain that a drug called Pax was released into the planet's atmosphere during terraforming. The board says, is that like Ambien? This Pax, Stephen does air quotes, supposedly causes 99.9% of people to die from laziness. That's why it's a deadly sin, says the board. And 0.1% to become cannibalistic space pirates. Yet it doesn't cause you to eat in your sleep. That kind of stuff. Just the sort of cutesy... Colbert rapport ish uh, jokes. Yeah,
1: they got a, a couple of Ambien jabs.
0: Yeah, in there, I which know.
1: Is pretty classic 2006. Yeah,
0: people loved riffing on Ambien in 2006. Um, yeah. And, and then Do you want to explain what Ambien is? Oh, yes. Ambien is a drug that killed Heath Ledger. So look it up. It was very sad for those of us
1: who were alive back then. Yeah, and looking yeah. forward to his promising career.
0: I know. You know, no Joker will ever be the same Just ask Jared Leto Anywho uh, Yeah, so the, he goes down And then continuing through it He does the threat number uh, uh-huh. So he does like the And so he And it's just, it's really funny He starts out Threat number five is the independence Four hospitals, three companions Which are like the guild of uh, Like space geishas from the show, Uh two reavers, even though they don't exist, he says, which is very rapport Colbert rapport like, right, right. To just be a denier, yeah. Threat number one is bears, and he continues to make really funny bear jokes after that. So I was really, I was really delighted by this one. I was laughing out loud as I was reading it, and I know I liked it because at the end. I didn't feel unsatisfied at all. I didn't wish there was a stone they had un like like unturned or turned over uh yeah, so that was that was mine, Zach,
1: what did you read? Oh boy, it's Carmen San Diego Bible crossover.
0: <laughs> you read it That's amazing,
1: oh yeah, I read it, so this was definitely x-rated oh. <laughs> And we don't touch on the writing style that often, uh-huh, but I feel like it's important to point it out in this one that basically I'm gonna be reading a lot of sections of this. It's a pretty short story, it's only like a page, but a one shot if you if you will uh to use the lingo from from the community um <laughs> just understand that as I'm quoting this, I'm giving the words on the page a lot more uh credit and interpretation than. And they are on the page because there are so many misspellings that oh. I I guarantee you it's intentional. Like oh. there's, there's habitually the wrong homophones are used uh, where other words are actually the correct word to be using. Carmen is, it- is spelled at least 11 different ways. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is um, it sort of like internet cat speak? Are they – Writing how like cats write in memes,
1: ooh, if it's not that, it's certainly akin to that, sure, oh man, okay, so so just understand that basically, as I'm reading this, pretty much every possible word that could be misspelled is, and it's great in a in a pretty hilarious way, cool, I'll try to point out a, a few of them. so basically, it starts at or, or I'm going to read the first the first line here, Garmin San Diego is walking through New York City. Not the right through. One day, and she saw a diamond store. Now, that's spelled D Y M U N D S T O A R. But the word diamond is spelled correctly. Like three lines later, but anyways.
0: <laughs> oh man.
1: Okay, so I'm just gonna jump into this because it's 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 bizarre. So she goes into the diamond store. Um, there's a lot of expensive diamonds around. She wants to steal as much as she possibly can, but then I'm going to use a line here. She walked in nonchalantly and noticed a cool pearl gun. She walked to it fastly. <laughs> what is a pearl gun? I don't, I
0: don't know. So is it a ne- gun that has like a pearl handle, I assume? Because I'm well, definitely picturing a gun that shoots pearls.
1: <laughs> no. it. So she sees the pearl gun and the next line is, this looks neat, said Caramel.
0: <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> so the
1: <laughs> the owner comes out. What do? asked Carmen, Carmen with a K. And the owner explains that the gun opens gates to new worlds. Okay. Okay, so it takes a turn very quickly. Yeah. We're like we're like four sentences in.
0: At a diamond store, they have a portal gun? <laughs>
1: Yeah, but it's – oh, maybe maybe it's not supposed to say pearl. Maybe it's supposed to say portal.
0: (laughs) Oh. Oh. Oh, that's a – oh, no. Okay, continue, continue.
1: Anyways, the owner explains that it opens gates into new worlds. She immediately grabs the gun and runs out the door. (laughs) (laughs) Smooth. (laughs) Yeah, right. Classic Carmen Sandiego style. She hears sirens and runs uh super fast to a place where she could quote be lonely with the gun. <laughs> she basically she eludes the police. Um she opens a portal, she jumps right through. She get, she goes through the portal and again quoting here, in a heartbeat Carmen escaped cops and police and hole closed behind her. Carmen was warm. I'm warm, thought Carmen. <laughs> Uh, I mean it's just It's like This is I had a ball Reading this <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable So Kerman Was so warm She need to remove Her coat and hat So she takes off Her coat and her hat Yeah, As you might remember Long red uh, What are those called Trench coat. It's like a ring Yeah it's a trench coat Yeah Gotcha But like there's a I think there's a specific name For the like Ones that we associate With detectives So she takes that off She takes off her hat This is where it starts to get a little weird because now she's just in her underwear and it explicitly points that out. Cool. Right. So she's presumably in an alleyway or something. She's in a dead end. So she starts, she starts walking around. Carmen strolled down path leisurely because walking in heels sucks for girls. I thought that was (laughs) nice. That was nice to point out. Yeah, it's sensitive. Yeah. So then she finds a big room which has quote strange creatures inside, and this is uh, okay. So we're just gonna we're just gonna power through this next bit. Suddenly, a big guy appeared with mean face and looked down upon Carmen. It was Satan.
0: Okay. (laughs) She just knew. You. I guess you just know when
1: it's Satan. Well, it was Satan. Are you Santa? Says Carmen to satan. That's the line.
0: <laughs> I mean it is an anagram. I get it. Yeah, right, yeah,
1: close enough. Yeah. So basically Satan's like, "Oh, hey, thanks for bringing my portal gun to me. I'll take that now." I guess it was Satan's portal gun. Naturally. Um so she's still alive, which I guess um surprises Satan. So he's like, "Okay, you can now go back to Earth under one condition." Can you guess what that condition is? Yeah, I think I can guess what that condition is. What says Carmen? Please, me and all of the imps in this room said all of Satan. The imps?
0: He has imps with him.
1: He has imps with him. He also, as this explicitly points out, has a boner.
0: Okay, <laughs> that's great.
1: <laughs> please, me and all of the imps in this room said Satan. He had a boner. Right. So now we know he's got a boner. Good. And this is this this is probably my favorite line out of the entire entire thing. Ooh, that's gross, said Carmen, even though she really wanted it, but wouldn't show it because having sex with Satan is frowned upon usually. <laughs> Gen- generally yes it is. <laughs>
0: I mean that's factually accurate as well. I mean they're really I mean the heels Aren't fun to walk in for girls. That's true. Having sex with Satan is frowned upon usually.
1: Yeah, I mean there are some basic fundamental truths peppered in here. Right. Um, so I'll spare you the details, except that it does point out that Satan's penis is red, in case you were wondering.
0: I was. And it thank definitely
1: you. is. So they have sex. They both seem to enjoy it. Now she has to have sex with all the imps. Oh. Yeah,
0: well... You know, you got to do what you got to do.
1: Yeah, do what you got to do to get back to Earth. Uh, And then here is... Oh, my God. Okay. So, she has sex with all the... She basically has an orgy with the imps, right? Right. Uh, They ejaculate all over her.
0: Oh. And you know that it's extra gross because they're imps. So,
1: at that point, and I'm quoting here... It circulated all over her body, and by the time they were all done, she looked like a snowman, but with no hat, sticks, glove, carrot, or hat.
0: (laughs) It mentions hat twice. (laughs) Twice. (laughs) She (laughs) really, really does not have a hat. Even though, as we all know, Carmen Sandiego always has a hat.
1: Yeah, but it's not like a snowman hat.
0: I guess, but isn't any hat you put onto a snowman a snowman hat?
1: It also points out that right before the imps start to do their thing, Satan lights, and after he's finished, Satan lights a cigarette. Uh And then after the snowman line, Satan finishes a cigarette.
0: Oh, so all of this takes place within the time of one, I assume, Marlboro Slim
1: yeah yeah well and that that's like a it's a side arc because he starts and finishes the cigarette hey well
0: you know we got some parallel storylines going that's cool
1: after all is said and done um satan says well it looks like you can go now carmen san francisco (laughs) 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 and basically so she doesn't want to go because she had fun so she decides to stay and uh the last line of the story is and that's where in the world Carmen San Diego went.
0: Aw, that's a good last line. It was all building up to that.
1: First line and the last line are great. Everything in the middle is gross.
0: Yeah. See, like we were saying earlier about the uh the Harry Potter and Tony Stark thing, there's just some there's some strange dark places that the fanfic world is going that I'm sure people that are familiar with fanfiction know all about and know how to navigate and what to look for and what not to look for.
1: I have no doubt that this this story is timid compared yeah. to what we're going to come across.
0: Yeah, that's, that's probably true. And maybe we just need to brace ourselves for that because, I mean, I was cringing at little things where I'm like, oh, that's... Doesn't seem very sensitive to women. But then you read a story where Carmen Sandiego looked like a snowman without two hats.
1: Because? Do you want to explain why? Why did she look like a snowman, Andrew?
0: I, I mean, they can just rewind if they want to know why.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I want to hear you say it.
0: I, <laughs> <laughs> she was basically tarred and feathered.
1: Okay, close enough.
0: But uh, yeah, so that's... That is a doozy. You are correct. I'm glad you went second because I don't know if I would have recovered from that if, uh, if, if you had gone first. I'd be like, oh, mine's just like a cute story about the Colbert Report.
1: Yeah, just trying to keep you on your toes. I mean, it goes, it goes from zero to imp orgy so fast.
0: <laughs> yeah, you said it's like one page. With the with the Harry Potter, Tony Stark, at least that was like a five chapter arc. But um, so if I'm thinking about that story, though, my are next you thinking
1: about that story?
0: Well, obviously. How could you How could you not That's something that kind of gets wedged in the brain Also she's dressed all in red And as we yeah. know The devil has a red penis So like yeah. they're kind of matchy And now I'm just imagining this narrative Where Carmen Sandiego and the devil Are dating And they kind of go around doing crime together And now she can disappear And go anywhere Because she's got the devil and a portal gun Like this is really just the first chapter In what could be a whole new it's Carmen Diego saga. And, I like, that. Yeah, I like you that
1: you have to justify it slash wash your hands of this story by, by pointing out that they're dating now.
0: Well, I don't know.
1: <laughs> it sounded like they were both into it, which is good. I think they I don't were. Know. Well, I don't know I how mean, she felt I about
0: the imp portion. I assume not great.
1: Uh, according to the author, she was into it. Carmen okay. San Diego is very sex positive. And okay, so is well, the devil for that for that.
0: I mean, I think we all knew that the devil was sex positive.
1: <laughs> He's also just positive.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, probably positive for a lot of things, and she probably is now too. It's so, true. Um but yeah, I like the idea of of them being a crime duo now. And then you can do some more crossover where like the Archangel Michael is looking for Carmen San Diego because where Carmen is, so is the devil. So that could be fun. That could be fun. <laughs> <laughs> You're just
1: trying to distance yourself as much as possible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to look for the, the things in it that I can that I could stand behind
1: fully. <laughs> so somewhere there's a wholesome silver lining that you can yeah, yeah. warm by the fire.
0: Yeah, and I know there isn't always a wholesome silver lining and I need to I need to get used to that, but for now, I'm just gonna gonna imagine them walking hand in hand into diamond stores and then running out with their pearl guns together
1: forever. More like those Imp's pearl guns.
0: Oh man, come on. Ugh. Ugh. That is such a vivid image. Like Carmen specifically that it's Carmen San Diego, who is like this weird, like sex symbol to my pre-adolescent self. She was like this cool, like catwoman, like lady villain who was, you know, alluring to my ten-year-old mind.
1: Yeah, I mean, she was on par with poison ivy from batman the animated series
0: exactly it was just like oh, she's gonna kiss him and he's gonna get poisoned by a kiss oh and you know that just it's like the sexual awakening of an eight-year-old right there it's like a kiss can
1: kill you yeah <laughs> that's what happens when you touch yourself yeah You'll be poisoned
0: <laughs> yeah uh yeah so that's that is particularly a vivid image that
1: yeah, sorry about that. I sort of want to read. I sort of want to just know. Uh, no, you do not. Okay, all right. I cleaned it up significantly.
0: I I was getting that impression. There were these long pauses <laughs> where I'm just seeing, like, I'm hearing in your mind, just going, "Oh no, 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 no I can't, I can't read that." I can't yeah, it's just that. like, wait,
1: how do I make? How do I? <laughs> how do I make this palatable?
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh man.
1: You want to hear some excerpts? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like the grossest stuff. Give me the grossest stuff. Okay, well, here's one. F***ing harder, Carmen yelled. <laughs> Satan did. <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on. Because she loved the red penis in her <laughs> hole. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh. I don't, you're right. <laughs> you don't, I know you don't want to hear this, but we're still going. Okay. Uh, Satan fucked Carmen hard because he liked it and it felt real good and stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and stuff, yeah. All right, let's do this. Let's keep going. Okay. Let's keep
1: going. This is this is my favorite right here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Satan kept f***ing real hard, and he knew he was going to come, but before he could. Carmen said she was have orgasm and then she did and Satan did too and all the fluid combined and the floor got messy but they didn't care. Oh my god.
0: It's it's like so this is what I'm getting from this. It's like it feels like it was written by a weird kid who has only ever seen hardcore pornography and that's all. That's their only like sexual experience of any kind is like the darkest kind of porn
1: so but here's the thing is that it was written in 2011 by someone named crack pony
0: crack pony crack pony okay
1: if it was written in 2011 i could be wrong here they may they may have revamped it or ever but i don't think there's any carmen san diego that like a young kid would be familiar with
0: yeah that's true, actually, like two thousand eleven I mean Carmen Sandy goes around when we were kids, which was like in the I mean I think they nineties
1: yes, and I think there might be a more recent version of like a more recent iteration of it, but i I really don't know
0: yeah I don't really know either, but I mean, if so, then I'm just dialing this vision of crack pony in my mind a little bit, so maybe he's our age but all the rest of the things i said are still true <laughs> the only sexual experiences are hardcore pornography and that's
1: all uh yeah i think that tracks the fact that they use the word hole is just
0: whoa
1: i've never used that is i've never used that word in my entire life <laughs>
0: <laughs> until you said it last. Yeah, that was and the I first didn't time. Until I repeated it just now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like that's not, that's not a phrase that's like commonly dropped.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's not one that just occurs to the mind naturally. I mean, outside of certain circles, maybe. But
1: me first said Satan. His was real big.
0: Oh, real big! I imagine <laughs> he's Satan.
1: I I mean, yeah, I imagine it's as big as he wants it to be.
0: Yeah. I mean, he has a pearl gun. (laughs) Like, he can do anything. So, uh, we got into some uncharted territory for us. Deep waters. places I was not expecting. um, And I imagine that will continue to happen. So, stay tuned, dear listener.
1: And good night.
0: Thank you for listening. This is Andrew Gum. Uh, if you'd like to see more of our stuff, go to fanfiction.show. That has all our episodes, as do most places where you would go to listen to podcasts. Uh, you can contact us at Zandrew at fanfiction.show. Our Twitter and Instagram handles are at fanfiction show. And if you'd like to read these stories for yourself, uh, we reviewed, not reviewed, just Talked about the Colbert rapport in the Firefly verse by Marius Ionus P, spelled M A R I U S I O A N N E S P, and Carmen San Diego: A New World by Crackpony. Thanks again.